You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Utes. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to ahead on today's show. I am running solo, but we'll talk a little bit about the quarterback battle for the University of Utah, why it may not be a bad thing to have two guys as good and neck and neck in the race as it sounds like both Charlie Brewer and Cam Rising are. You'll also hear from Cam Rising. He spoke to the media earlier this week about his health, how he's feeling. You'll hear from him. And of course, we'll talk a little Utah running Utes hoops. Colin Chandler, local prospect, one of the best prospects in recent memory. He's got Utah in his final six. What are the chances that Utah will land a player of the caliber of Chandler's. We'll dig into that ahead on today's show as well. Today's podcast is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Live. Do you have fantasy football questions you need answered before your draft? Don't miss Locked On Fantasy Live tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, streaming on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. You can subscribe now so you won't miss it. Our stable of fantasy experts will answer your questions live, so go ahead and submit them ahead of time right now by tweeting at Locked On Network on Twitter. All right, without further ado here on a hump day, let's get into it. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for August 18th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Utes. Typically, I am joined by the Brown Bear himself, Brian Brown, but had some other duties to attend to, most notably his mother's birthday. And I told him, you know what? Take the night off. I'm going to run this show solo. So thank you for taking the time to download the Locked On Utes podcast. Hope you all are doing great here at midweek. A reminder for you guys, though, right off the top, make sure if you haven't done so already, hit that follow button wherever you're listening in from, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and a host of other podcast providers. Hope you guys are enjoying this podcast and hope you'll enjoy my takes on everything we talk about ahead on today's show. So hit that follow button. Also, leave us a rating and review, five stars only, as always. But thank you, thank you, thank you for your guys' support. We have seen our download numbers absolutely explode with fall camp here and the upcoming season. It's coming fast, folks. Couldn't be more excited. We're uh, just over two weeks away, 15 days away from today. The Utes and Weber State will kick off the season there at Rice Eccles Stadium. A number of you probably very excited to see that new south end of RES and I, for one, also very excited to see it. But nonetheless, we're getting very close. And the quarterback battle continues here in fall camp for the Utes. So I'm going to share my perspective on what I think is actually a good situation for the Utes with these two quarterbacks, speaking of Charlie Brewer and Cam Rising, essentially neck and neck. It sounds like it's 1A to 1B at the very, very worst with regards to these two My overall impression, and I'm probably preaching to the masses here by saying this, is that I believe that Charlie Brewer was brought to the University of Utah to be the guy. He was brought in when Cam Rising, shoulder surgery, obviously is a huge question mark. And you don't usually get a guy the caliber of Charlie Brewer without saying, you know what, you're going to come here, you're going to be our guy, you're going to be our starting quarterback. Obviously, he's got one year remaining to play for the Utes. And he wants to go out with a bang. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But Cam Rising, by all accounts, has recovered to 100%. 
He is out there throwing every single day. He has surpassed all expectations, I think, of his recovery to this point. I would venture to say he's probably ahead of schedule. That's just my personal opinion on the matter. But I think that this is a true quarterback battle, and it's due to the fact that Cam Rising has been utterly phenomenal in practice. Does me saying that I believe Charlie Brewer is the guy for the Utes mean that Cam Rising is pretty much fighting a losing battle? Not at all. I think he has surpassed, like I mentioned, all expectations heaped upon him going into this fall camp because they weren't sure, speaking of the University of Utah Brain Trust, Kyle Whittingham, Andy Ludwig, etc., they were not sure of his status and what it would be this time of year. So, he is absolutely in the mix to be the starting quarterback. Now, there's always that old adage that if you have two players who are of equal caliber, you obviously go with the younger player, and that would be in this case Cam Rising, because considering he has extra eligibility remaining to play for the University of Utah. But you also don't want to burn any potential bridges when it comes to the transfer portal by telling Charlie Brewer, hey, thanks for coming, but no thanks, we're going to go with this guy over here. So, It is my honest feeling that Charlie Brewer will be the guy against Weber State and will probably be the guy until proven otherwise. But the one thing I like about the situation the youths find themselves in is you now have quality depth at the quarterback position. And that's not even just pertaining to the two quarterbacks who are battling. It goes deeper than that. And let me let a guy who knows more about quarterbacking than I will ever know, University of Utah offensive coordinator Andy Ludwig, explain exactly what's going on in the quarterback room currently. It's been a very competitive situation. Uh, all the quarterbacks are doing an outstanding job. I know the, uh, the race for the number one quarterback gets a lot of attention, but we got a good competition as well for the number three quarterback between three outstanding young players, Quinn and Jackson, Peter Costelli, and Bryson Barnes. So I know all the talk is about one and two, but there's also a battle for that three spot, and I'm very pleased with the progress of the entire position group. Take heart, you'd fans. It appears that the quarterback room is well-stocked, and the good news is you've got incoming talent that will only add to that in coming recruiting classes. This is almost an embarrassment of riches for the University of Utah. Let's say they start Charlie Brewer, and at some point during the upcoming season, he proves to be ineffective, or, God forbid, he gets injured. Well, I think you just turn to Cam Rising and say, you're up, get in there, number seven, and let him go and do what he does. I don't think you would have a second thought about that situation and feel like you're at any less of an advantage or you're at at a disadvantage is what I'm trying to say when it comes to playing either one of these quarterbacks. And it also appears that the future is very, very bright. I'm a huge fan of Bryson Barnes. I love guys who come from small towns and he comes from Milford, Utah a 1A school in the state of Utah, and for him to be battling a guy like Jaquindon Jackson and also Peter Costelli, both guys who were elite 11 caliber quarterbacks, to be very much in the mix for the third quarterback job, that's awesome to see. So there is legit depth in this quarterback room at Utah, and I don't know how many times in recent memory that Utah fans, you the Ute fans out there, can say that. Honestly, I I truly believe this is a great situation for the University of Utah to find itself in, and I do believe that the cream will rise to the top, and I believe the cream at the start of the season is going to be uh, Charlie Brewer, but I do not think that for any second of this upcoming season, the cam rising will falter, he'll fall off, I think he's going to push Charlie Brewer every second of every day because he wants to be the guy at Utah. 
He was tantalizingly great in that short spurt we saw in 2020 before he injured his shoulder. The hope is that he can recapture that form. And whether that's this year, whether it's in 2022 that he finally gets his shot to be the quote-unquote guy, you hope that everything works out the best for him. But I do not think this is a bad situation for Utah to find themselves in in any way, shape, or form. Obviously, you have if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. I do not believe for a second that Kyle Whittingham will entertain any sort of idea in that vein. Andy Ludwig, I think, is also too smart for that. So I do think it will be Charlie Brewer's job come opening day, just over two weeks away from now when they host Weber State. But I do not believe for a second that if he falters at all, they will hesitate in putting Cam Rising in there to show what he can do. And as I mentioned before, it probably sounds like a little bit of a broken record. I think this is an absolutely just mind-bending but great situation for the Utes to find themselves in. Now, coming up next, you will hear from Cam Rising. When did he feel like he got back to full health? What does he think of his status right now with the University of Utah? Does he feel like he is going to be at any sort of disadvantage due to his off-season surgery? Well, he spoke to the media earlier this week, and we'll let you hear from him, and he'll explain his situation. We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bet Online. You guys have heard Brian and I talk about this for months now. It is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. I just so happened to be on the website last night looking at college football odds for week zero as well as week one. Placed a few bets. Also, there are opportunities for you guys to bet on anything you have interest in, whether it's the NFL, college football, NBA, NHL, golf, UFC, MMA, and Major League Baseball is also still ongoing. You can track all of it at betonline.ag, get the latest news, see the latest odds, and also get all the information that you need for your sporting news over at their website. Head over to the website now, betonline.ag, on your laptop or mobile device, and sign up for their free account. And also make sure to check out all the great sporting news, the bonuses they're always offering, it seems like, and contest information along the way. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the action Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. You heard us talk about this, guys. It's free money to bet with, free credits. It's all courtesy of Bet Online because they are your online sportsbook experts. All right, folks, time now to hear from Cam Rising, of course, one of the two contenders for the starting quarterback job at the University of Utah. And be it far from me to bring up this comparison. But I'm going to do it anyways because I think that it actually is very valid in this space. The name Zach Wilson, I know many of you are going to cringe or probably cursing at me for mentioning the name of Zach Wilson. But let me try and explain something here because Zach Wilson had a similar shoulder injury at the BYU during his sophomore season. It spent the entire offseason essentially recovering from that injury. And in the lead up to that season, he actually was still not 100% by the time the season kicked off. And I think it's pretty evident. If you look at his game action from 2020, go, excuse me, 2019 going into 2020, his arm looked markedly different once he was fully healthy going into the 2021 campaign. What I'm trying to say here is that Cam Rising is well ahead of where Zach Wilson was in 2019, and that should have Utah fans actually feeling very confident that it's not smoke that's being blown up your skirt with regards to his health status. He spoke to the media earlier this week about his health status. When did his shoulder finally feel fully healthy? How did it go in terms of the surgery they underwent? And by the way, he's not one of the best surgeons out there, Dr. James Andrews, one of the foremost, if not the foremost, orthopedic surgeon 
in the United States of America, a guy who operates on the who's who of the sports world when they have orthopedic injuries. Well, here you go. Cam Rising speaking about his health status with the media earlier this week, as well as what he's looking forward to doing for the University of Utah this fall. How difficult was it to repair the shoulder? Um, went to go see Dr. Andrews, and, and he he pretty much just did the surgery, and it was clear cut and dry, and then just came back and stuck stuck uh, stuck to the rehab, and, and that pretty much was was uh, tedious, but it was it was relative it was doable for sure when did you feel 100 percent uh i started to feel ooh, that's a tough question i'm not i'm not too sure exactly on the date probably close to like a month before camp or, or a month or two before camp was when i started to, to get that no more no more problems really just get to go let it rip so is it easy not to go out there and not think about it yeah i don't i don't think about my shoulder at all what are you thinking about when you're out there uh, the play and making sure that we execute what we got going. What is, what is something that your shoulder surgery has taught you just about the grind? Um, that it's a process. I mean, just like anything, it, it you have to stick to that process. You have to take the right steps and not make and make sure that you're not getting away from that and just get extra rehab when you can and take advantage of that stuff whenever you can. When it comes to playmakers, where does this roster rank up against some of the ones that you've had been a part of before? Uh, it's uh, it's up there with the, oh sorry about that. It's up there with the best of them right now. We're um we're loaded. We have guys that can make plays on the inside, outside, <laughs> backfield, everywhere. It's, it's, it's going well right now. With success comes confidence, and this just seems like a confident group that, that you know relies on each other and, and doesn't you know focus on outside pressure. Yeah. Um, well, when you when you have a family like this, with how many how many guys we have right now, it, it makes it easy to just lean on them and trust that your teammate is going to be right there, right next to you, fighting through it, and that's what makes it easy. This time of year, what does Kyle Whittingham do really well as a head coach? Um, really, really applies the pressure and makes us work because this is laying the, the, the foundation to a great season right now, and, and that's that's what he does. That's that's why he's been so successful, and that's why he's such a great coach. How much is it a fact of life that quarterbacks, you're going to get recruited, and then they're going to recruit two or three others, and then there's going to be another transfer and all that stuff. So from one year to the next, you don't know who's going to be on the roster, but you know you got to come out here every day. Absolutely. I mean, that's just that's just competition. That's that's what you want. That's iron sharpening iron, and that's how you end up getting a great football team when you have depth and, and you can make sure that if one guy, if a shoestring breaks during a play, that you have a guy that can come in and execute just as a high level as the next. And when you're going through rehab and trying to get back to full health, is there like a mental hurdle that has to be cleared just knowing that you can still do this at a high level? Um, I didn't really feel it. I, I kind of just felt my shoulder getting getting better through time and a lot of times I would have to be held back a little bit just because I did want to keep going and stuff like I only have 30 throws today I hit the mark and I feel like I can keep going but just trusting that and sticking with it and that was that was probably the hardest part the fact that your past rehab and that you're out here now yeah. you know, what does it say about you know your toughness and your fortitude that you're back out here and really making a play for the job again um I do it for my teammates
defense. I mean, they, they make it easy to come out and work. Uh, just always being there whenever I needed a guy to throw to, they would always go out there. Uh, that, that made it easy for me. So, so just, just having them around was, was the good part. There you go, Cam Rising. Thanks to him for speaking with the media earlier this week. You heard him talk about the fact he is really intrigued by the depth and talent of this team. He said it's among the best he's ever played with. And I think he'd have a hard time trying to find another program that has as much hype and as much substance behind that hype as the University of Utah. I truly believe when Kyle Whittingham went out there on the first or second day of fall camp and said that this really has a 2019 feel to it, speaking of this 2021 squad, he's not saying that just to get headlines. He believes it. Kyle Whittingham is not a guy who just screws around. And to answer some of your guys' questions that were sent in on Twitter, by the way, I apologize, I probably should have gotten these a little bit earlier, but one of them I think I already answered Swap Mary. He said, if Rising and Brewer are legitimately dead even, do you go with the experience or the one who will be with the program longer? It's a great question. I, I truly believe that in their heart of hearts and what we've heard from coaches over the years, that if they're even, you go with the guy who has more potential, more upside. He has a longer time to play in the program. But I just feel like in this situation alone, it's kind of a one-off where you're actually probably going to opt for the experience. And we'll see if it plays out the, the way that I think the University of Utah coaching staff expects it to. But it's just a very interesting debate. Now, Dallin Wright at DWright44, D underscore Wright44, excuse me, said, we are hearing lots of comps to 2019. Where are we stronger this year than 2019 and where are we weaker? What is the key to having a season similar to that one? Well, I think you heard a little bit of the key to having a season like 2019 from Cam Rising right there when asked, okay, what do you think about when you're on the field? I think about the play call and executing it to the best of our ability. It literally uh, can be that simple for a football program to have success. You just go out there and you do your job. You're 111th if you're on offense or defense to give your team the best opportunity they have to win a game. It's crazy how simple this sport can be, but also so complicated at the same time because you're trying to get 11 parts to move in concert with one another. And that's easier said than done to say, do your 111th and we'll have success. But when it comes together, it's absolutely phenomenal. And that's the fun part about it. But Kind of examining, and I'm going to have Brian, when he's back on the show tomorrow, dig into this a little deeper, Dallin. But some comps of where they are stronger, speaking of Utah, to last year. I said the quarterback room. We already kind of discussed this earlier on. It sounds like they're legitimately five guys of the coaching staff. Andy Ludwig, obviously the chief decision maker, it sounds like, in addition to Kyle Whittingham on that front. He is really intrigued by the depth at quarterback. I think that is absolutely uh, strength of this team. Now, the 2019 team, I would probably give the nod in terms of the running back room as compared to this year's running back room, obviously, but there is a lot of untapped potential, it feels like, with this year's running back unit, and if they live up to what this coaching staff apparently believes they can do, the sum total of those parts could be as good or potentially better than 2019. I know that's hard to say, honestly. It's, it's hard to believe. It's hard to really envision that being the case, but I think it's got a lot of potential there. On the defensive side of the football, I think that the linebacking core is right on par with that squad in 2019. I think that Devin Lloyd is as good as a guy like Cody Barton. Francis Bernard, a nice comp for him, I think is Nephi Sewell. So the linebacking core is probably equal. I think the defense overall is on the same par. Obviously, it needs to go out and be proven once again this fall that they can be that elite defensive unit that we saw from 2019. But I think there is a just a, a, a belief that these guys all ran it back by and large from 2020. There were guys like Nick Ford who could have decided, you know what, 
I want to go make my money in the NFL. I want to move on with my career. They easily could have decided to do that, but they saw the potential of this team, I feel like, and decided, you know what? I want to give it one more run in Utah Crimson and see what we can do. Obviously, that elusive Pac-12 title is still out there looming, and at some point, I truly believe that Utah will break through and win a Pac-12 title. And there are a lot of people out there who say, well, Arizona's been a member of the conference for what, 40-some-odd years or 50-some-odd years, whatever it is. They've never won a Pac-12 title. What makes you think Utah can do it? Well, I think for one, Kyle Whittingham is the head coach of the University of Utah and might be one of the best coaches that people just continually, I feel like, overlook. Maybe I'm wrong in that assessment, but he is truly one of the elite coaches in this country. I'm not going to say like a guy like Dick Tomey was not absolutely phenomenal at the University of Arizona, but the simple fact of the matter is it feels like Utah is just a matter of time, in my opinion, before they hoist that Pac-12 championship trophy. I may be up in the night. I may be trying to uh, take my rose-colored glasses off and maybe need to put my Homer goggles away for a minute here. But I truly believe Utah, if Kyle Whittingham can't get it done before he's done as University of Utah head coach, ah, man, that's going to be just a massive, massive disappointment. But I truly believe before Kyle Whittingham is said and done at Utah, I think that they will have hoisted the Pac-12 championship trophy. And why not now? Why not 2021 being that year, folks? How much fun would that be? Love to be a part of it. Would love to be a part of covering that every single day right here on this podcast, of course, alongside Brian. And we'll be rooting for the youths to do it, plain and simple. I I can assure you of that. But we will have everything else covered along the way as we continue to get you ready for the upcoming season and obviously tracking things throughout the upcoming campaign for Kyle Whittingham and his program. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we'll go over to the Huntsman Center, the running Utes. Got some decent news, I feel like, in the recruiting front with regards to Colin Chandler, a guy out of Farmington, Utah. Utah obviously would love to have him sign on the dotted line to join them, join the running Utes. What are the chances they can accomplish just that? We'll dig into that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Built Bar. They truly are the best tasting protein bars in the entire world, guys. There's actually a really big sell going on where they're calling their factory seconds, essentially a factory sale at Built Bar. If you guys want to save some significant money on the best tasting protein bars, now is the time to do it. These boxes, these factory boxes are going quick. I placed an order for both Cherry Barcia and Banana uh, banana Nut Bread yesterday. I am super excited for them to arrive in short order. I love Built Bars, and I truly believe you guys will love them too if you give them an opportunity. The best part about this sale, by the way, you can still get the 15% off at Built.com using the promo code LOCKED15. In addition to that significant savings, on the boxes that are on that factory sale. So you're already saving, I think it's like somewhat like 10 bucks per box at least in this factory sale. You can save another 15% on top of that by going to built.com and using the promo code LOCK15. Don't delay, take advantage of it now because once this sale is over, it's over folks and you're back to just saving the 15%. So take advantage of the opportunity you have right now. Built.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order and get and join the best tasting protein bars with Built Bar. All right, before we wrap up this edition of Locked On Utes, let's talk a little running Utes basketball. Farmington High School has one of the best prospects in the 2022 class. I'm speaking nationally in Colin Chandler. He is ranked in the top 75 in the entire country in the 24-7 composite and the 24-7 just overall rankings. He is as legit a talent as Utah has recently pumped out. And I'm not saying that Utah hasn't pumped out a lot of talent recently. You can think of some of the great players 
who have played here in state in the prep ranks. But Colin Chandler, folks, he is absolutely phenomenal. I have a unique opportunity to cover this area of high school basketball for John Watson Chevrolet for the radio station I work for, the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City. I happen to go through games every single week during the prep seasons, both football and basketball, and I pick a winner of what they call the John Watson Chevrolet High School Player of the Week Award. And I'll put it this way. For essentially the past two years, Colin Chandler on any given week probably should have been the John Watson Player of the Week, honestly. He was that good. He's that consistent. He's just been utterly phenomenal for the Farmington Phoenix. And the good news is he announced his final six schools that he'll pick from Arizona, BYU, Gonzaga, Oregon, Stanford, and Utah make up his final six. The good news for Utah, they are in that final six. That's all you want at this point is you want to be in the mix. You don't want to be eliminated by Colin Chandler. His totals last year after his sophomore season uh, playing for Farmington averaged 17.7 points, 5.2 assists, and 3.9 rebounds as a sophomore, and then improved on those numbers as a junior, increasing his output by nearly 5 points, 22.6 points per game, 5 rebounds, and 2.8 assists while shooting 50% from the field and 41% from the three-point line. He has been utterly phenomenal for the Utes, and the good news is Utah is firmly in the mix, it appears, for his services. Obviously, they've got an in-state challenge from BYU, as we all know, but obviously Pac-12 attention. Arizona, Oregon, Stanford, uh, Gonzaga being from the West Coast Conference, the number one ranked team in the country. Going to be very stiff competition, but Craig Smith, if he wants to make uh, just an absolute splash in his first, what I'd call his first full recruiting class, because his recruiting class this past year obviously came after he took the job, but in his first full year on the job, If you could go land a guy of the caliber of Colin Chandler, that would signal, I think, very much a shift in the mentality when it comes to running Utes basketball. No longer are they thought of as an afterthought behind in-state teams like Utah State or BYU. They are truly the Pac-12 power that they are expected to be. And obviously, getting a guy of Colin Chandler's caliber would be utterly phenomenal. Now, Ute Zone had a very good quote from him saying, quote, The Utah program for sure has been one of the ones that have reached out to me the most to show me the most love and attention. They had me out there on June 1st for a visit. The coaching staff took me out on campus. I knew a little bit about the campus prior because it is close to home. Farmington to Salt Lake City is, what, a stone's throw seemingly? Their facilities are crazy good, and their coaching staff is awesome. They are really cool with my family. I plan on taking an official visit there, unquote. Well, that's about as good as you can expect right now. Hopefully, Utah can go out and show that this upcoming season under Craig Smith it makes them a legit contender for Colin Chandler to sign on the dotted line when it comes time for him to decide where he's going to play. But at this juncture, having it Utah in that top six, about as good as you can expect for with regards to Colin Chandler and Fingers crossed that it works out for Utah and they can get an elite level talent to commit from the in-state ranks in the 2022 recruiting class. All right, that is going to do it for today's edition of the podcast. And not to get to some of your guys' questions, we'll get to more of them tomorrow when Brian is back on the podcast. But until then, make sure to follow the show on social media, Locked On Utes on Twitter. You can follow Brian at Brown Bear SLC. If you want more of my thoughts, follow me at Jacob C. Hatch. Love hearing from you guys, getting your guys' insights, and thank you for your support of the podcast as always. Also, feel free to reach out anytime via email. LockedOnUtes at gmail.com is the email address for this podcast. Until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked On Utes podcast for August 18th, 2021. 
and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.